It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 141. That wheel in space! Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now! Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow, so the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a gimmick. It's like a personality. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome, Welcome back, back to the old, to the old Doctor, Doctor Who show. show your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. podcast. We are standing on the edge of tomorrow. What <laughs> waits for us beyond? I don't know. This is the end of the road. There are only... It's the there's end this one, and then there's the next road. time, and then there's no more Doctor Who. We, we're, we've, we're devoid of classic go. adventures. We have no more space heroics, no more soap operas, no more tender touches of one person's hand on another on a control panel. That was uh, so weird. That, that was none so of it. It's all gone, Dan. Wait, wait, wait. I told Before, Dan. Oh, I'm Eric. It doesn't matter. I'm Eric. You're you are, Eric and I'm Dan. Okay, Dan, go for we're it. here. Uh, I had a dream. I told you, Dan, that we hosted a podcast called Top Ten, and we <laughs> yes. just rated. We ranked things. I don't even like to I rank things, but we were just I'm ranking. I'm sure that things. already exists. I think like, that is a podcast out there. There's probably twenty of them. Um, there's a hundred of them, and I think it's because okay. I was listening to the best show, and they were doing like top fifty uh something or other robots i don't even know what it was so i'm sure that sure. seeded my dream thing i don't want to do that as a podcast but i told you i would Too do late. a regular i would do a regular podcast with you every three weeks a couple yep. of, a couple of rules i don't want to review anything ever again yeah oh, but uh like a topic <laughs> or something and then just talk about the topic and if it was something uh -huh. like different like uh we talk about like uh uh, 80s TV commercial. I don't know. Something like that. Sure, and sure. it's it's just... Uh, Top 10 80s TV commercials. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> would just. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. The thing. But uh -huh. I would do it. But I hate reviewing things. I don't want to review anything anymore. I don't like looking really? at someone's work and you being like, nah, I didn't like it that much. Like, I'm not, I'm not happy. But we don't, hey, to be fair, we are very seldom, mm. and and this show of yeah. all shows really does lend itself to, hey, this thing really sucks, but we're very rarely like that. No, we're not. In, we're... In, if anything, in, in any of the, the ones that generally people do not have in high regard, we find things that are redeeming in them. There's always so something good. It's always something good. But always it is it is nice, good. Dan, to have an outlet where I can say, hey, did you hey. see Alice in Borderland? It's really cool. Are you watching it? I watched all of them. It's only two I seasons. Watched the, I watched the first season, and I started watching the second season again. It was very good. It's it's, uh, it's What a crazy show. I wish I had read it. Now, it's based on a manga that is... Oh, I did not know is much longer because the from to my understanding like the second season pretty much takes years of the manga and just sort of condenses it because it ends second season ends where the actual book ends mm. and it's like 15 volumes or something like that i don't know if it's actually 15 volumes but it's somewhere around That's you know lot. mangas they go for for years sure uh, but i like like it. archie it was, comic strips it was um it was mm -hmm. cool 
I, yeah, I did it, nothing. It My daughter pretty... got me to watch it, and uh, I liked it. It uh, it is um, a a gruesome, violent show, but very violent, uh, but but very interesting. I liked it. It was cool. I liked um, it. What other things do you, I like, Dan? You haven't. So you haven't uh, watched Last of Us. You haven't, what, what? you haven't played it or watched it. Which one right? are you talking about? The Last of Us. Last of Us. Yes, I know it is a show. My wife wants to watch it because she mm, keeps getting hit her. with the TikTok ads. Uh, uh-huh. And it is highly rated and mm-hmm. uh, looks good. But I was like, I don't want to play it. I mean, I don't want to watch it because I haven't played it because I always wanted to play it. I didn't have a PlayStation 3. And then eventually four. I got a PlayStation 4, thanks to co-host Dan Johnson, who sent me one this as guy well. Over here. Uh, and then I never picked it up. And I was like, I don't have a lot of time. Should. I have Octopath Traveler. I'm playing that on my Switch. I like that. But I don't even play mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally she was like, just get it so then yesterday i bought it for 20 i bought the remastered version yes i know there is a last of us 2 and then there looks like there's some side stories or whatever i am just playing the original i am about an two hours into it i'm not far at all um but it's good it's fun i'm enjoying you are probably being two hours into the game you're probably through the first episode of the show not that they're exactly one-to-one but yeah. like there's there's it's pretty pretty close um yeah without cool. spoiling it i don't think That's i'll good. spoil this for anyone but sure. my character is tasked with transporting a person mm-hmm. uh through a city and i'm trying mm-hmm. to reach the capitol building or something That's okay. where i yeah. am so no, not not far into it that's pretty much as far as they got in the uh first episode, first episode. Okay, wow. So I got, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my homework. Oh, right. I gotta play, I gotta play uh, some games. Who's got time for that? Right? Not time. Oh, Dan. Not this. Not not this guy. Nope. I've been trying to play uh, Horizon Forbidden West forever, and I think is that the one that I have though of yours? Don't I have your? No, you have dinosaurs and. Yeah, red haired. You have the first one. You have the first one. Okay, I gotta send that back. This is the second one. Second folding. It's it's a great game. The whole series is fantastic. A lot of fun. Yep. Um, it's just one of those games where you can just keep doing the side quests forever. And I'm just like, I just need to just do the freaking game and just finish yeah. it. But anyway, because there's a lot of good stuff out. But uh, I don't mind. I've been, a... Yeah, I don't play a lot of video games, Dan, because I've been playing Skyrim for literally 11 years. <laughs> However long it came out. Like, I still have it. I played it on Xbox 360, 360 hundreds probably, and yeah. hundreds of hours and then i got it on switch and i put hundreds and hundreds of hours honestly i could just play that game forever i don't need any other games but i did say i have mm. octopath traveler which is like a throwback to 16-bit jrpgs that can i, I just say enjoyed hot, hot take controversial opinion you hate I random hate. encounters right no that's fine I they get a little annoying, but there's the thing when you get to the city, and it's like a relief. So I like that balance. No, but no, I like that. You were going to say no something else. All, right? Hot take. I, Give me the controversial. My hot take is enough. Oh. With the eight bit and sixteen bit games. Okay. Don't just don't do it anymore. Like it was cool when you know we we lived we 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 lived through take that era. Out. Okay, we lived through that era when like that was the state of the art, and then we moved past that, and we had things like the Dreamcast, and then we went to sure. the, the three. T- now we have like incredible four K, eight K, maybe gra- like. So it was interesting, like oh, look at this little throwback to eight bit graphics, but that's it. You don't need every. I don't understand. Is it 
is it just because it's cheaper? It's faster to make them? The, no, the, no, I don't think. No, no people like what's it. the point? Because the audience I, is there for it, Dan. It's dumb. It's no. dumb. It's really dumb. Just put in the work and, and make a, a, an acceptable look. No, I, That's my hot take. I disagree with you, Dan. I know. I, I said that this is going to be controversial. Because it is uh, a uh, completely personal choice. Yeah, and 100%. I don't want other people to have choices I li- that are I am mine. a big fan. I like the 16-bit merged with like that 2D, 3D where like there's really... The, the 2.5D thing. Octopath yeah. Traveler is beautiful. Even though mm-hmm. the character look like sprites, the mm-hmm. environments are actually... It's like one of the best-looking games on the Switch, in my opinion. And another game that I loved was Zelda Link's Awakening. I love Breath of the Wild, don't get me wrong, but... I, I love that you know they took that old game game uh boy game and they made it beautiful and it looks like you know it's still like throwbacky uh but it's a beautiful looking game so you are wrong i am absolutely wrong given the size of the market of games yeah but there's something for it's not like there's like a that. lack of triple a blockbuster it doesn't even need to be a triple a looking game. i don't know man you know what i mean Meh. it's like some people I, like that whether I guess it's I'm nostalgia, just whether it's the comfortableness of it, I don't know. It's the nostalgia. I, it's definitely the nostalgia. Uh, here's a controversial take. Games Go are too it. hard. Mm. Right? There's like some that games. thing where it's like every, if it's like an eShop game or some kind of like digital copy game, it's like, oh, you got to play this game. It's amazing. You'll want to kill yourself to get to the second level. Like all this right. like Mega Man like, is in your DNA, so all games have to be hard because they used to be hard when we were kids, and let's keep them hard. Like, I don't want anything I, to do with I that. I never beat Metroid. I've, I have never to this day beaten a Metroid. That, that yeah, felt to I me have like beat, one of the I have games. beaten the Metroid games. I probably well, couldn't do it now. No. What did I play? What was the, uh, not Shovel Knight, uh, Hollow Knight. Gorgeous. Great looking Hollow game. Knight. 2D game. Uh, stop playing it. It's too hard. I can't mm-hmm. get through it. It's mm-hmm, too much mm-hmm, for me. I don't mm-hmm. have the time for that. Well, so I was playing Elden Ring, speaking of like the, the Soulsborne oh. games that are like punishingly hard, and that's not yeah, my style of game for? at all. So hard. I want to absorb I the story. The I don't want to sit there and just grind. I got the whole way to the final yep. boss yep. and kept trying to beat it for a few hours, and I said, I guess I'm done. I don't need to. And I realized I don't have to finish the game and walked away. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so, just like me, except Dad went out for a pack of cigarettes and he never came back. Never came back. <laughs> what? Dad went down to the pizzeria uh, to play uh, Pac-Man and uh, never returned. Gary go down to the pizzeria quarters. and you play Gorf and it was so exciting because it talked. Oh, but that maybe not the best game in the world. But uh, there was I, one I was obsessed with it because it talked. There was a, there was this one arcade game, the Zerk cabinet game. Um, and it was in a white round cabinet, kind of almost looked like in like a, a mork from orc egg. Yes. And I don't know if you sat round, at it, but you, a lot you, of round, you stood no it. corners, all kind of round, all around it. And then in, inside was a screen. Yep. And but it and the, there was the gimmick dad. was yep. It was a hologram. Yep. This I was like it. in nineteen ninety. Yes. yes. Whatever. But there was nothing to. It was like a, a cowboy would come out yeah, and try to shoot it. It was like a uh, McGee, something McGee. Was it American McGee? No. No, it wasn't American McGee. Uh, okay, it's only McGee. But I it know. was, uh, I think it was or like. Or TJ McGee. TJ McGee. <laughs> those, those are all the McGee's I know exactly what you're talking about. It was Mad Dog yeah. McGee or something. Sure. Uh, a hologram. But it was like, there was no background. It was like just an No, it was a hologram. A it was definitely a hologram. And just a hologram, and it came out, and you had to 
quick draw, shoot the guy. Anyway, I, I have to look those, it up. Maybe I've got the mad dog bit wrong. Those were but incredible. it was something I feel like an M was involved. <laughs> there was probably a letter uh, in the name. Uh, was it a light gun game? I think it might have been. It feels like I, I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. I think it is Mad Dog McCree. Oh, that's something. Mad right. Dog McCree is the laser disc light game that spawned oh, a disc. cottage industry in the mid 90s. Uh, whatever. Oh, we don't have time for that. Is this our new podcast? We're just going to Google things? Yeah, we're going to Google things. Do you have anything else to add before uh, we talk about uh, <sighs> Golden Axe 2, uh, the Black Adder? Remember that one? That was great. I don't really remember Golden Axe 2. Golden Axe, oh, Golden though, Axe, I saw Golden a Axe lot 2 of was great. Golden Axe 2 was like you got to pick. You could be like that giant guy with the little little fella on his shoulder and that was he was like a magic user and then you had the mm. it took all the things that were good about golden axe and just made them better oof right and good. it was one of those like x-men you know the konami uh yeah, yeah, yeah. beat them up where it used multiple screens so i think it had yep. three screens or something it was like well what was the, what the 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 I mean, it reminds me of the other ones. Uh, yep. Which one? D- dungeon crawlers, and it was like four arcade. There was one Gauntlet? big cabinet with four sticks. What? Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. The Gauntlet was amazing, but then they kept going with it, and they kept like <laughs> making subsequent versions, and that's one that had diminishing returns. It just got worse yeah. over time. The f- original one, though, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah, that was great. I remember making my dad uh, speaking. Way to keep bringing up my dad because he's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Why do I keep bringing him up? I'm so sorry. Uh, no, because I remember I would always make him go to Hobby Masters and like, and the poor guy, like I'd he'd fill his pockets with quarters and just feed my poor elf who was dying. And he must have been yep. bored out of his mind and I'd make him play. You're the wizard and I'm the elf, you know. Uh, but that game, well, that's, that's when that's, I feel like that fit. was like arcade doing? greed though. I liked Gauntlet 2. It was exciting. Uh, Spider-Man was very guilty of this, the Spider-Man arcade game, where they started taking your health and they started counting it down even if you weren't getting attacked. Oh, yeah. So that you kept having to feed your character. I feel like Spider-Man was like that, which was the side-scrolling beat-em-up like X-Men, where you would put a quarter in and you'd start, and then your health was going down. And you were going to need to put a quarter in whether or not you were... It's like they're like, kids are... We don't want a kid to put one quarter in and play all day. Like... With that right, awful right. thinking that destroys everything. Right. It doesn't matter how... I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess there is still skill to it. You should be able to find the power-up. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's not it's, That's not great. We're not that's here not to fun. talk about the uh, uh, antics of, uh, I don't know, arcade. <laughs> Mr. Do? Mr. Do? We don't want to talk about what Mr. Do is up to. Dig Dug versus Mr. Do. Now, uh, Dig Mr. Dug, Do. super violent, fills you with air until you explode. Right. Uh, but I always liked Mr. Do. It's kind of yeah, like a too. weird vibe. He's throwing, bouncing balls Real at hard. people. And I don't know, there's like space cadets. But he's just a little kind of Harlequin clown. Yeah, I mean, not sure was, what he was yeah. into, but I always liked the Mr. Do. Yeah, you know? I was more of a Mr. Do head <laughs> than, a, than a Dig Dug. Speaking the truth. Uh, yep. Okay, so let's talk about, uh, let's hit the button. Oh, what are we here Last for? time's hitting the button. No, Eric. What do you got? Eric. Yeah. This is one of our last reviews. Oh, God. One of two, yeah. Well, one of th- two. We still three. have another one, so it's not quite the last one, but you're right. It's, no, it's real, real, real close. It's we have this real one, close. A, another regular story, and then the second Peter Cushing movie, and then 
And then what? I don't know. And we, I, I asked several times, like, hey, are there more Doctor Who stories? Uh, audience, silence. Crickets. I keep deleting Space all those crickets. tweets and emails from people. I don't I think keep there deleting are. Them so but that's what I'm saying. I don't think there are. So no one's proven me wrong. So as far as I know, we've done every Doctor Who story that was complete. Because we it don't do stories that are not complete. We wouldn't sit here and someone would say, oh, review a story and four of the episodes are missing. We would never be that cruel. We would never be dumb we would enough never to fall for like a that. trick like that. No, we have so Wheel in Space. And then we have Planet of the Daleks with, with our friend, your friend and mine, Pertwee. And then we are done. We're going to end on a Pertwee. It's been seven years. Isn't that weird? Ending right? On a Pertwee. Yeah. The seven, end of eight, this has seven? to be one of us on a floating door while the other one sinks like into the into the sea, Titanic yep. style. Yeah. That will be painted I, blue I, for the Avatar movie. Do you have any desire actually, to see that Avatar movie? I have I mean, I'll see nothing it. nothing in me that it's nothing. When it's on HBO or whatever, I'll probably watch it. Or okay. if it's on a, a plane, Fair but I, I'm not I'm not rushing out for it. Uh, I would yeah, just say nothing, that um, nothing yes. is more enjoyable than watching that on a plane. Exactly. Like, when you, well, when you have nothing else to do, and you like, I've already watched everything. I've already uh, listened to everything. I guess I'll watch Avatar. Is uh, that in three D? No, no offense. Like, I felt like we moved past three D as a culture. Like three D was like we tried it. I it never was, liked it, and we like we're like forget it. It's over. But that's still a, but, that's a three D movie. I've, is three D still holding on? I will say I that the original Avatar in three D was the best. 3D experience I've ever seen in a movie theater. Sure. It it was very good. Yeah, at very the time, my wife was like, she was wanting to go back. She was like getting depressed in the real world and wanting to go back to <laughs> Pandora. We showed her kids that movie, by the way. And you could not, the eye rolling, like they were so disinterested. They thought it was completely awful. Like no it redeeming qualities at all. They didn't, they were not fans. So you oh. need to have kids so that you can show them things and then they could just Force them to watch face. things and then <laughs> be disappointed and crushed when they don't like the things you liked. Yeah, I was never a huge, like, Avatar, so it didn't You were a huge... It's, it, you, it's not like when I'm solid, making my kids watch Dune or something. What? For a year solid, you wore nothing but blue face paint. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get into the, yourself the as a blue man so, But you weren't really that into it. Yeah, it was it. a bad time uh, for me. <laughs> That I was just trying to, to fit in with the avatar heads at, at uh, the office. <laughs> Dan, you kept getting beat uh, up and shoved into a Yeah, let's hit that button. We got it. We got I am itching Wait, what are we to doing? talk about the wheel in space. Right? Robert Jordan's Let The Wheel of Time. This be the last time, time that I talk doing. about The Wheel in Space. All right. Hit me up. Hit us up. Running with the devil. Okay. We'll not space. Space. I'm gonna try and lure him away and trap He's him. He's already gone. What? I've got the spares. Doctor, be careful! Jamie! Oh, thank heavens. Are you and Zoe all right? Yes, now listen. The Cybermen know you're on the wheel. They're going to try and trap you. Yes, yes, I, I guess they would. Have you got the time vector generator? Yes! Good. Now, now listen to me. I, I want you to bring it to me. Hmm? Get somebody to show you the way through the air corridors. Hello. I, I think I've got company. Company? What did he? Company? This is uh, Jeopardy. Uh, this is 
This is the time. This is the wheel in space. This is the seventh, uh, lucky number seven. No, this is the seventh and final serial in the fifth season, lucky number five. The seven's not lucky. Don't be silly. If it was lucky, uh, it wouldn't have been this episode. This is from 1968, Dan. Uh, if uh -huh. you're wondering who wrote this, uh, David Wicker. Apparently, oh. it says from a story by Kit Peddler, which sounds like yeah, that's not an name. unfortunate name, right? Yep. Like, it sounds like a crime. Yeah. It sounds like a nicer way of saying a, a crime. <laughs> uh, Kit Peddler. Uh, this is directed by Tristan DeVercol. Also sounds like a made-up name. I'm sure it's, <laughs> it's real. Uh, but a Tristan DeVercol, you put, you put that on the paper when you don't want your name associated with it. Right. Uh, in this story, uh, the doctor... And uh, his companions uh, are on a some kind of space cruise uh, that <laughs> has this wonderful, enormous uh, Pink Floyd laser light show uh, that gets damaged, unfortunately, uh, and they're unable to do it. Uh, but the guests are having a lot of fun, and there seems to be a little bit of a secret romance brewing uh, between some of <laughs> some of the members of the crew. Uh, but the dad from uh, just the ten of us, uh, unfortunately, is yeah. having a very hard time managing his uh, job at work. Uh, but the bearded guy is upset. Uh, but Zoe's there too, that little uh, uh, math genius brainchild. Um, uh -huh. and they, uh, there's a guy that's dressed like a pirate. Haven't figured him out yet. Maybe it's a Disney cruise. I don't know if it's a theme thing. Uh, clearly they're in space. Uh, and I don't know how long they're set sail for. Uh, but it's a delightful little romp, uh, that ends in murder. Dan, what did you think of, uh, <laughs> Wheel in Space, Dan? Oh, and I feel so like, I well, also, I'm sorry. I feel like at one point they're testing like some kind of perfume, or, or they're putting like drops in like uh, robot mice's eyes to make sure that you know the Maybelline people. Maybe there's a run by Maybelline. I don't know. When you, you spray that on yourself, you won't hurt your eyes. There seems to be some kind of uh, uh, maybe that's Peta that's coming actually on the uh, from space. Dan, I didn't. I did not watch all of these. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, I started watching episode one, and it was just stills, and my I had blood coming out of my nose, so I just skipped ahead, and unfortunately, the second episode was also missing, and didn't we say we were not reviewing episode, like, I, I know I said that, so I don't know what listener out there, you son of a, oh. we're gonna find you, you put this on the list, uh, so it's a good chance that I've actually only watched episode three and six, uh, but I think I filled in some parts of the story, uh, and it makes sense. I mean, by the end of it, I was like, checks out. Dan, what did, yeah, you, so what did this you think? Is, this is going to be an interesting one, folks. Only Jarvis one hates us, mysteries also. Yes, go on, Dan. Yeah, only one of us actually watched the whole story. The other only watched the existing episodes. So this is Which is like a role reversal for us. Like, it's usually I'm the stickler for making sure everything is, you know, watching the whole thing and no yep. fast forwarding and all of that business. And 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 Not Dan was time. like, by the way, I watched all of it and I didn't mind. I but really Dan, didn't mind. Tell I me will. What you okay. Thought of this. Uh, I, uh, shout out to Misfit Scully on Twitter um, when she said, uh, you know, after after you start watching it with the with the uh, just still scenes, you kind of forget about it for after a while mm. because of the. The voice acting and uh, the overall performances, and I have to agree. For the most part, uh, 
you know, four of the six episodes uh, of this story are missing. And when you come into episode three and they actually have it and it's it's the regular, you know, hey, full motion video, I kind of even forgot. Like, it didn't even register to me because it really, I thought it was great. I actually but very much enjoyed But is it as good as when story. you start watching episode three and it starts out with a ping pong ball? Like, there's two giant ping pong balls and then out of that hatches a Cyberman. Like, that I was, was like, what? Good. Like, it's almost like the egg from Jonathan Winters hatched out of um, uh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. So I was like, what is happening? So where did the, how do we want to do this? Dan, you start, you tell me what you thought, then I have questions. Okay. And then you could probably answer some of my questions. I like, could probably answer most of the questions. Why were there ping pong balls? Yeah. What's up with why the guy with there? the beard? Uh, yes, yeah. go. What's his deal? I Like I'm saying, I actually enjoyed this story overall. I thought it was a really fun story. Uh, it was mostly, so this story picks up after the doctor and Jamie drop off Victoria to live with her new adoptive family. I am racking my brains trying to remember anything about Victoria. And I Is even that looked up Vicky, Victoria. We know Vicky. Vi- Vicky Victoria, that movie with, uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's That's not Victor Angel Victoria. That's Victor Victoria, yeah. I'm thinking Victor Which Victoria. I I think we talked about this. I was way into that as a kid. For I remember watching it on HBO and being like, I'm dialed in. I'm watching this whole thing. A woman that pretending Anne to be a man pretending to be a woman? No, it's no, not Anne Margaret. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the, uh, the Mar- woman Mary from... Mary Yeah, yeah. Mary Poppins and Sound of Music. Why can't I think of her name? Yeah. Um, her name. It's fine. Uh, My brain Ed Bagley is, Jr. Yeah, Ed Bagley. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, okay. Ed ba- cast Ed Bagley Jr. now in Victor Victoria and just see what happens. Can we do that? We no, challenge I remember you. Web of Fear. Like we did, we did Web of Fear not that long ago. Is uh-huh. Vicky? Yes. Vic- Victoria. Yes. The same person. Web of Fear. Web of Fear is. I know, but I, I, I'm telling you, I'm trying to rack my brains and remember any details about her. Enemy and of the world. I'm coming up goose eggs. Like, okay. what? Yeah, Zoe, you know, math prodigy, human computer, um, also uh, cute as a button. Uh, Sarah Jane, inquisitive uh, journalist who gives the doctor a what's for and, and is a, a good match of wits. You Give 100% know Vicky. Did you look up Give a photo of her face? It'll all come back. Yeah, and it, nothing. Nothing. Really? No. You're dead inside. Yeah. That's part I, of the problem. My brain stopped working. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This starts and everyone, everyone's listening is like, I have to turn in my Doctor Who card because I just there are can't no remember. Doctor doesn't matter. Who. It's oh, fine. we have a Doctor Who card. A listener oh, actually really? once set us in a Doctor Who card. I have a literally, I have oh, a yeah, Doctor that's Who right. card. I'm going to return it, turn it in right now. <clears throat> Thank you. Keep going, um, if you, the, 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 Yeah, the sad part is I had nine out of the ten holes punched on that card and I would have gotten a free extra Doctor. So... Uh, I like this one because it is it is mostly just the Doctor and Jamie. And to be quite honest, for almost the entire episode, it's just Jamie. Because uh, the Doctor is out of commission. Um, it, it, ha- it was very atmospheric. Um, so much of it was obviously left to the imagination because they were <laughs> stills. Like, it was so atmospheric. There wasn't anything you were actually watching. No, it was just a still and some music. When you but watch was, the still it, thing, too, it reminds me of like those old... Oh, God, I wanted this thing so bad as a kid, and I never got it. It was like a Fisher-Price TV set, and you would put the slide down the side of it, and it would tell uh-huh. a story, and you'd put the record on top, 
And like when it would beep or would it beep and then the thing, the slide would move up and you get the next thing and it was like a yeah. story and then you'd hear the beep and it would slide. And I was obsessed with this rich kid that babysat me because I had a single mother and she would drop me off at all these different random houses. And this kid had it. Just like literally random house. That's what this reminds me of. So I have a lot of baggage going on (laughs) when I watch. That's another reason why I can't watch these. Like just animate it. Otherwise, I'm going back to a place I don't want to go to. In your head, you're just hearing beep. Yeah, I just hear uh, beep. And then it's like, oh, my God, I got to go to the bathroom and then ask this woman to wipe me. Like just things that you. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Things you don't want to revisit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) At least not on a podcast. This is something. This, this is, is the stuff you get. Talk to your spouse about. This is this. This is what you have to talk to your therapist about. Sure, as but long as your your therapist is your spouse. That's okay. I always think of that when I'm when I'm watching the not not the <laughs> <laughs> being wiped by Go a on, random man. woman. That okay. is a true story. Great. That was the wor- like one of the worst <laughs> things ever. I was probably six, fifteen. Maybe. Still remember it because you're you're like you don't know what to do. You're like yeah. oh, my mom's got to work. I don't know where dad is. <laughs> I t- I've talked at length about these things, right? Or the woman that was like, I was kicking the back of her seat while she was driving. She was giving me the business, driving us somewhere. It's fine, dad. Just keep going. <laughs> I've got so many of these stories. Vicky. I think our next... Okay. Let's go back to Vicky. Okay. So... Were you saying our next... Our, Our next, next podcast, podcast is just, just dissect, dissecting my childhood trauma for laughs. <laughs> I think it's great. We're gonna mind mining your pain for laughs. That's what just a it's not like a pain confusion. It's all fine. Upset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So this story is a is is, is I, I really didn't mind the stills. The stills even had, um, you know, little superimposed, uh, like, stage directions or descriptions of what was happening when they couldn't oh, they did? show that. That's cool. Yeah, so it would, it would be, like, a still of something. Um, <clears throat> I'll get to that. But so, so it was it was descriptive to let you know what was happening, what yep. was going on. So I watched that and listened to the music and the voice acting. You really do just have to pay attention to their voices. And uh, I, I like... Troughton in this story as well. He is less of the of the kind of silly things that that can kind of uh, you have mentioned before. Like his tonal shifts, I think, are, are some of the things that you don't necessarily enjoy with him sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but he was the fairly whininess. lighthearted and and competent throughout, while not having any of those kind of hard edges. Anyway, <clears throat> fun story, um, cool story. So there, there's actually some really interesting myth things that happen in this as well so eric how do we want to how do we want to talk through this i can go blow by blow but it's not gonna be very useful for you because you didn't watch uh, well, i can tell you what i watched i watched it. enough right <laughs> okay, i think i fair, watched enough fair. so for do you have me some for questions my, would you like me to well, answer from my you? perspective so okay it opens up the third we episode see those is a weird ad, one we for see you those, to see first it starts it's with the weird. eggs right you see like <clears throat> yeah. these white spheres uh, yep. With little workout men inside that are like yep. doing like calisthenics or something. And you're like, oh, they're Cybermen. And then they break out. And then yep. like uh, all of a sudden Jamie is like got a little spray bottle of quick set plastic for some reason. Starts, yes. Starts uh, messing with the machinery. And he gets accused yes. of having red ha- hands. And based on how everyone was <laughs> dressing, I was like, oh, it's a cruise. 
Like that seemed like they were on some oh, kind of cruise, cruise line. They all had interesting oh, okay. accents. And and yes. that woman Tanya, the blonde haired woman uh-huh. who ends up in the romance later, they gave her too For many no lines. Reason. They just all yes. of her lines were too long and the camera had to hold on her, even though the scene was over, and she's still going just to get all those lines out. Then yep. Then it got interesting for me because all of a sudden there was like a talking light bulb <coughs> that the Cybermen and I was like, oh, we're in like Twin Peaks, the return territory. Oh. I, I, it was weird. It was like, I, I don't know even know how to describe it. It was like, it looked like a light bulb, but that they like were, that the Cybermen inside, were talking so to. So it must have been like the Cybermen controller or something they never or, say, or but worshiping sure. or yep. whatever. Uh, but it yep. reminded me of like Twin Peaks, the return. Uh, the crew sucked, I thought. After a while, I was like, this is not a very good cruise zoe doing a lot of heavy flexing <laughs> math bragging right like every so, every scene yeah. that she's in she's saying something about uh math and it's like okay we get it and then jamie ruins the light show and they're like we ruined the laser light show and entertainment's ruined no floyd uh jamie's in real bad trouble and he gets sent to jail and at that point you mentioned like a lot of the doctor i was like is the doctor even in this show because he's yeah. not in most of that episode uh, right, then there's right. a cute little robot dog that looked like a scrubbing bubble. You know, like those old scrubbing bubble commercial, like you would spray it yeah. under toilet, and it was like the scrubbing bubbles, and they... Do you know what I'm talking about? I think they're called but scrubbing robot... bubbles. No, no, I know the scrubbing bubbles. Of course I know the scrubbing yeah, bubbles. It's we have the, a, we have a... uh, the mats, the, um, yes, the, the cyber little mats. cyber mats. Uh, they remind yes. me of that. I was like, that oh, they maybe they used mats. to clean those the toilets were. in the uh, uh crew space cruise line uh a yep. note about the doctor then i realized the doctor's having his tonsils out uh which he gets <laughs> he gets all the ice cream he could want uh which is nice uh-huh. uh they always tell you it that but great. then you don't want the ice cream because it's very painful uh something bad happened on the rocket don't know people don't want to talk about it uh so that was it uh the crew was a little weird one of the dudes what was emitting <laughs> yeah, now i don't know what this means my note says one of the dudes was, quote, emitting hard gamma. I don't know what, what that means. Uh, uh-huh. Somebody must have said that, or he was emitting a lot of hard gamma rays. Uh, yeah, it is fine. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, that maybe this is a Disney cruise, because some guy's dressed like a pirate. Then a, yep. meteor, oh, a meteor comes. And Boy, does it. I'm in episode three, right? And I got to see Troughton and Zoe meet for the first time. Nice. So yeah, like, you hey, got to see that. It wasn't a total loss. I got to see their meeting. I was like, three yeah. episodes to get to their first meeting? A little. And then I was like, thank God I'm not watching all six of these. Now, you liked it, so maybe <laughs> I, I would have. The yeah. doctor had a great line that logic uh, enables one to be wrong with authority or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the a great logic line. merely enables one to be wrong with authority, but then it turns out he's yep. wrong anyway. That was sure. cool. Cybermen have laser pointing fingers. <clears throat> Uh, what else is there? The, oh, I talked about the dad from Just the Ten of Us. Yeah, He yeah. was bragging about his x-ray lasers again. And then the weirdo in the pirate outfit um, sprayed the little scrubber mouse with perfume right in his eyes. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's actually not a cruise ship. They're making perfume. Uh, yeah, it was a perfume ship in Yeah, space. it was like yes, a Maybelline. Right. And then Jarvis, I didn't like him at all. Jarvis no. is the bearded guy yeah you shouldn't like very him. aggressive middle management energy uh but then he there's lots of romance can we talk about the romance so this is the romance i saw you tell me <laughs> as someone that saw it whether or not it was real uh-huh there's well clearly i think um there's real romance with the tanya and captain ryan 
I will tell you, right? Eric. I'm, I'm I saw a little bit of that in episode three, right? So that I, I'm seemed... sorry you didn't watch the whole thing because the entire second episode is just their backstory. Okay. It goes back from childhood, childhood sweethearts, and it's just it is. Well, nothing, it's, it's it was great solid, not to know. Their... I don't even know if you're serious or <laughs> no, joking. I'm, not, I'm kidding. Because I'm kidding. if you were serious, it would make sense. Because when they first start flirting no, or no kind sense. of weird flirting. There's a third guy at the desk that just looks up and gives him the stink uh, eye after he fails to to hit on Escobar or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, some some. So uh, I think that's yes. a romance, and that pays off. So it I was, was. Like, that's a romance. The end it of it no pays sense. off, and this other one pays off a little bit too, and that is the weird middle management Jarvis liking um, Gemma. Uh, no, or he, there something no with them because there. later on in part six, like there's that weird thing where the doctor's like, Gemma told me, and they're like, Where's Gemma? And the doctor says, Oh, she's in like the oxygen room. He doesn't, he's like, Oh, she's over there, she's in the back room, she's in the oxygen room, something, something else. Oh, she's dead. Like he uh-huh. saves, <laughs> doesn't say she's dead. So he must he have murdered on her. that one. So I assume he no, murdered he, well, her, straight up murdered right. her. Uh, and I think it proves whether or not uh, that happened. I don't know. You go. I could keep going. I got tons of tons of questions. T- tons, and notes, of, tons of misinformation. But my my okay. my understanding of it, they're all on a cruise. It's They've not ruined a the laser light show. Nope. Uh, there is. It's a romance, maybe a swingers thing. Don't know. Uh, but there's also Possibly, makeup involved yes. and and spray you right in the eyes. How yes. accurate is that? You got about 20% of the way there. The romance was just weird because it had no place in the story. There was no reason for it. It was unmotivated and didn't actually pay off for any reason. Now, I know. And in the right. beginning. Yes. In the beginning, the first time you kind of see it, it actually, it didn't read to me like they were actually in a relationship. It seemed more like he's coming on to her and she's trying to politely oh. give him the cold shoulder. Wait, so hold on. But Just maybe to not. pause you on that. Yes. So it was a, it was an existing relationship that had soured that he makes whole again. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. We, no, we don't unclear. know because unclear. But that that's that whatever relationship is going on between them just kind of it was just there. It was ex- extant whenever we saw them in the first episode, whatever or second episode. Um, it was it great from this side weird. of the fence, like skipping the episodes in between. Because uh-huh. I saw this guy like strike out essentially, and then get yeah. made fun of by, and, and then it. they are so on top of each other. Like in episode six, she is giving him like a shoulder massage, and he's right. like, "This is Captain Ryan," which I think he had a new rank. Like so, something happened in between episode yeah. three and six. Jarvis, someone Jarvis got killed. Died. Fine, yeah. Jarvis and died then they and do the old uh, ghost scene where they're making the pottery together and the hands on hands or whatever yep and i was like wow that worked out so something he did something right yeah yeah right but Uh, then i I brought up the other guy jarvis yes because they find out that gem is dead nobody (laughs) reacts the doctor's weird because he killed her gem is dead and everyone just is fine with it. Like no one even takes a moment to be like, "Oh man." And I wrote that I'm like, "Wow, these people must have hated Gemma." They all go no, back to it. Then they realize Jarvis is gone. Oh. And then Jarvis goes to see Wait, no, you Gemma, saw Jarvis and then he get gets killed, killed though, didn't you? You saw Jarvis, Jarvis get killed by a cuz he leaves and they're like, "Where's Jarvis?" And then you realize he's walking to M- Gemma or whatever. And then he looks up at the camera and he's like, "I don't want to live." <laughs> Basically, I don't want to live. They killed Gemma, and then I think he gets strangled or something by a Cyberman. 
Yeah, it gets thrown. Because there's a whole other thing going on where the Cybermen can take you over like a pup, like again, mind controller, puppet master energy. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. that old gag. And it's hard to tell like who's a puppet and who's not a good actor. So like there's that kind of thing. Sometimes you're like, because I don't see the story. The entire story. You definitely miss that part. And then the one guy at the end uh, (laughs) is clearly like Flanagan, I think. I wrote Flanagan has low energy disease because he's uh-huh. just like really phoning it in. And then I'm like, this guy's got to be mind controlled. And he was right. mind controlled. And but even was, when yes. he, even when he's like, hey, the back of my head hurts. He was still kind of a little bit boring. But God, he was gro- he was groggy at that yeah. point, to be fair. Yeah. OK, so uh, I love the idea that this was a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. It was not. It is. a Well, is and then a, Zoe a, becomes a stowaway. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's. It's all in that same wheelhouse. You know, it's always a stowaway on the TARDIS. Wheelhouse, I see. Yeah. So the wheel in space, the titular wheel yes. in space, is a is a space station. Sure. Uh, uh, it's unclear how far they are from Earth, but they're, they are a kind of way station for ships going out into space. They're also there to relay communications. Uh, tra- like They were traffic cops, kind of, like helping uh, steer other ships around traffic areas. And also kind of defensive thing. So their their Pink Floyd uh, planetarium laser light mm-hmm. show uh, that was defense. actually a defense. It was a defensive laser uh, to stop uh, incoming meteorites, um, so they could they could change right. the angle of the ship and shoot laser beams. Um, so let but me, the lasers. Yes. Go ahead. I was going to say no. The please. the show does it start on the wheel or do you only arrive on ah. the wheel like halfway through? Because they took yeah, all this talk of a the wheel, rocket. Right, which I'm assuming right. the Cybermen are on the rocket, but the way they talk at some point, the doctor must have been on that rocket. Yes. Right? Yes. So that's how so, they got... Would you like me to tell you the story sure. of the wheel in space? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do it from memory here. The so, story of... The, the story of the story space. of the... <laughs> story of Everest. Uh, okay. <laughs> I want to be Jake Johnston. Just and that, that no longer, yeah, again, and and every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, that's such a funny sketch. It's January is. 6th. <laughs> it's always like right next. You're like, oh, yeah, the, uh, the yeah, the Capitol riots. Um, yeah, go on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's his own, that's his own there. story of Everest. He like, he wants there. to tell you how he was really in this show, and you just keep bringing up the... Bring up the fact that the he was fact the that he capital. fell, in, uh, you know, fell from grace. No, go, Dan. Come on. He was just trying to save our constitutional democracy. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Stolen election. <laughs> Count the votes. You know what I'm saying? Like if we did, if we, where are those machines? So Eric, the the story starts off. Uh, Ten thousand ballots. Oh no. <laughs> the doctor and Jamie drop off the Chinese ballots that have bamboo fibers. Uh, with Victoria. She has them and is going to secret yeah, them away Operation uh, with Burisma. Okay. Dr. Jamie take off in this magical uh, ship called the TARDIS. Do you remember this? Are you remember, remembering the TARDIS? Okay. So they're on the, they're on the TARDIS. Yeah. Just the two of them. Just the two of them. Um, flying in the sky together. The TARDIS takes them... You know, this is the era where... They don't have hard, any control. They don't have it. They don't control. Right. So, which is a weird thing. So I'll get to that in just two seconds. They land someplace okay and the doctor turns on the the scanner just to, to show on the on their uh, closed circuit tv where they are and <clears throat> they see nothing at first and the doctor ramps up the power and then they say like oh it's like a beautiful beach 
oh, this looks great. There's seagulls flying by. Like, this is going to be perfect. And then all of a sudden, another scene, and it's immediately nighttime. And like, that's weird. How could that happen? But it's like another beautiful, like, uh, tranquil location. And it does that a couple of times. And the doctor's like, oh, no, that's not what's outside. It's actually the TARDIS showing them temptations. He literally says what? this. Temptations on the viewer to try to warn them against where they just landed and suggest they go someplace else. Okay. They're like, they land someplace that is extremely dangerous and the TARDIS is like, don't be here. Let's go someplace else. So like maybe this, this tropical in, island. This early into Doctor Who, the TARDIS yeah. is self-aware and has kind of mind of its own yeah. so to speak so so what's interesting i think about this is yes there's that like the tardis is definitely based on what the doctor is saying has a personality or whatever has some right. sort of control but at the same time they don't really have control over, the doctors don't really have control of where the tardis is going so i don't know why the tardis took the tardis <laughs> took them there <laughs> That's actually point. So why like, don't you bring me someplace here, else should... <laughs> yes exactly why don't like, you just, just take me to the place you keep want? going Okay, so so yes, the TARDIS uh, could just take them someplace else. Doesn't I don't know why it would take them to a place that's full of danger, not show them where they are, and then suggest subtly, hey, let's go someplace else. Like just take them. So anyway, so they're la- they're there. <clears throat> uh, so are they? Did they land in the ship? In the so, rocket? So we don't know that okay. yet, but yes, they did land inside this inside the rocket, not inside this the wheel, but in in the, some rocket and. Uh, I think it's because the doctor had to kind of ramp up the power to get the the display to show something. He burns out a circuit, mm. um, and it's a circuit that is some fluid uh, circuit that is needs mercury in order to do its sure. thing. Because sure, why not? So the mercury actually starts combusting and fills up the TARDIS control room with with poisonous gas. Is that why so his tonsils get damaged? That's why he had the he had the okay. sore throat. Well, he had a sore throat to begin yeah. with, and just exacerbated it. So, it, you know. anyway, no. So uh, it fills up the thing. So they need to escape. And in order to do that, the doctor opens up one of the. I we actually I didn't. I don't think there's an animation for this, so I don't know for sure. But he, he opens up a compartment and pulls out this golden rod. Okay, now we're that we've talking. never seen before, and it is the what is it called? It is the uh, time vector generator. Sure. Yes, and they mention um, the time vector generator. They, do, they mention later. it later because it comes back again. It is the kind of a MacGuffin for the for the story. But he pulls that out, and that allows the emergency door the doors to open in an emergency and allows them to escape the TARDIS. When he does that, the doctor does say to Jamie, once removed, it alters the size of the TARDIS. The inside becomes an ordinary telephone box again. Let's parse that. Wait, what? So he yeah. pulls out this time vector generator. It opens the emergency doors. And by, by removing that from the TARDIS, it is no, lo- no longer this trans-dimensional ship anymore. The, he said the inside becomes, it becomes an ordinary telephone box. Again, again. but it never was. The again is the weird right. part. That's the part that bothers me a lot. But the fact that it becomes a... a it becomes the thing that the chameleon circuit is making it look like. Now, this may be before they've come up with the actual phrase chameleon circuit, because I don't remember when that... We saw the episode where they mentioned that for the first time, but I yeah, think but that might be Yeah, but don't they mention that the TARDIS looks <clears throat> like something in your environment all the way back in the first... Yeah, the so... first episode, right. the first storyline? Right, and so... And they talk about how it's But now stuck. it's not just looking like it, it actually becomes the... 
It doesn't it's matter. Fine. All it's all they're doing is saying we have this golden rod that we're going to reuse throughout the rest of the story as a MacGuffin, and they we're also going to say the TARDIS is out of commission. That's all that that was doing. But it was just a strange, like maybe the word again wasn't in the script, and Troughton just said it. I don't yeah, know, but like again was weird. It stuck. Anyway, Mercury fills up the the thing. Blah, blah, blah. Now they're on this rocket. There's no one around. It is absolutely deathly quiet. It's not moving. It's not going anywhere. It is just as Big old rocket, uh, huge interior. There's crew quarters. There's different areas. They they go wandering around the place. There's right. no one in any place. So it's a there's mystery no of what happened. It's a mystery, place. like a floating ghost ship. And speaking space. of mysteries, that other guy makes a point of saying, I don't like mysteries. Yeah, well, you're on Jarvis, the wrong show, buddy. Uh, yeah, so so they're, they're, they're looking around, but they can't find any evidence of the crew. They don't know where they went. Um, and they can't get into, so they're looking to see if they can find any mercury on the ship because that's what they're going to need to get their circuit refilled again and they can get off this accursed, uh, sure. rocket. And so they're looking all around, but they can't find anything and they can't get into the control room. It's the only room they can't get into. And they can see on the, on the screen, uh, that's by the door. They can see inside. There's no, no crew members in there, but, uh, they can't get into it. So they're all tuckered out from looking everywhere. I will say, Dan, yeah. I think the yeah. uh, still version of Doctor Who goes right into your brain. This is the your best recollection of a Doctor I, Who story. That I'm trying. To, I'm trying ever to help had. you understand. No, but the fact I, that I you're recalling say, all of these details in order. Well, this is it, man. Maybe I, we should watch it's gonna all get fuzzier. of them like this. It's going to get fuzzier as we go, <laughs> uh, just to be completely honest. Uh, okay, so we get through all this. They get. Eric, you miss them having a meal fit for kings. Uh, mm -hmm. They have they eat meal pills. Yep. It's a very are we 1960s still in episode thing. one? This is still episode oh one. Oh my gosh! Yes. So they have a, a a big banquet of roast pork, just roast and whatever's and potatoes just Jamie and, and the cabbage. Doctor stop but it's faces. they're just with little meal pills because okay. it's a very 1960s yep. sort of like oh in the future you'll just eat pills they don't so they do, do one that. of those things where they eat the pill like what did you get i've got a turkey dinner they don't do that right? well kind of okay. they kind of set it Fair up enough. like that's they were hey, always do doing that the idea of it's a weird. meal pill and then explaining what it is that was it's in everything from willy wonka to the only thing i can think of right now is willy wonka yeah i think it's from willy wonka <laughs> to willy wonka um so they did that jetsons it's a very jetsons sort of thing so they 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 have that. Jamie goes has has a nice lie down after sure. having that Always meal, tired. and then then they're going to go and and try to see if they can get into the control room. Meanwhile, the control room door opens, and we see like a little. Well, you can't. It's very hard to tell because it's very grainy and it's a still, but it's some sort of little robot, um, okay. squat little, uh, uh, like a little Buck Rogers, beedie, 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 little uh, Twiggy. Little Buck Rogers. But, but more round, more more okay. like if uh, Twiggy and Grimace from McDonald's sure. had a robot baby. Now we're talking. Which yeah, I definitely that's, pictured. That's what I'm here for. That's the kind of yeah. content. EBEB, <laughs> like whatever is going on and then like... Whatever's happening. And then hey, Mayor, man, Mayor McCheese, his, his monocle falls out and he can't believe that he's going to get he's pulled into it. He's just watching from yeah. behind a painting. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wait, that's another Mr. Show sketch of the, the pies. So I want to... Yeah. Watch you. The, the, anyway, we're terrific. So, so that happens. Um, the the things looking around to see like, hey, it seems like there's someone on the ship. I don't know. It's all silent and it's just like stills. But it does then weld the crew quarters shut where they were um, okay. Now they're having their stuck little nap. There. Now they're stuck in there, and that's something the end of the first happens. Episode. 
Well, now then the ship act, then the rocket actually takes off, and that jolts them out. Like, but they uh, weren't the already flying. It was still the entire time. So it was on. It, it was, was on like, a platform or something. No, it was in space, just floating. But it wasn't under its own power. It was just kind of just okay. floating okay. in space. So it's floating. Space. But now, now like, the it's rocket, going somewhere. The rocket actually takes off and. Gotcha. It, I thought I you were saying takes off doctor from a planet out of or something like. Oh, oh we no, were no, sorry. On a planet. It, it's, okay. Now it's it, the engines have engaged, and uh, the doctor wakes so up. So episode and, one, no wheel in space. Happening. No wheel yet. Lots of space though. Yep. Got space um, check wheel. Not yet. Get so ready. The, the MacGuffin, your your uh, time vector generator, uh, the doctor takes that and realizes the door is is welded shut and is able to unweld the door with this thing. As you so do. this thing That's has what you is would multiple do with it. multiple uses. It it can unweld. It's the thing that controls yes, time, time vectors, vector. obviously, and um, it eventually becomes a weapon that they can use against this this monster. This not monster. This robot. So the doctor goes out into the hallway. The the robot uh, has him in his clutches, and and Jamie uses you it. You think and, that and a doctor it. would be able to like take the time vector pole and point it at something, and mm-hmm. like send time in that direction, right? Like a like a Ooh. vector or something. Like and then I'll just point <gasps> at this door, and the door will go back in time before it was built. Maybe that's what happened. They. Maybe that's what happened. Okay. It was a still, and it just looked like it was unwelding, but maybe it was time. It was I like that much rewinding better. rewinding time on the door. Okay. Okay, let's, fair, let's fair enough. That. Keep going. In the novelization that you're bound to write, yes. um, like I'm contractually I'm bound sure to there write. is a novelization, because Terrence sure Dix was like chained to a radiator, just like typing. Like, <laughs> we <laughs> need more. One hand. More books. All right. Uh, so, yes. Yep. So the doctor... Bumps All his right. head let's, pretty let's, severely. Let's no, I'm going. spinning head. I'm spinning head. This is this is important. The doctor bumps his head. Uh, woozy, woozy, woozy. Has to ha- has to go lay down. Is unconscious. Um, the wheel. The wheel. Now we have a wheel. So the okay. the the, the oh, rocket wait, lands on the wheel. Docks no, there's no the landing. Wheel. No landing. The okay. the rocket and the wheel are both in space, uh, separate from each other. Um, we do see. Uh, before this robot got blown up, or maybe there were two robots. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like I said, it's going to get hazier. Uh, the robot launches out the airlock this metal tube that opens up, and these egg-like orbs yes, come flying out of it. Yes, and I saw them hatching. And they go into space. Okay. And they eventually go and and land on the wheel, onto the hull of the wheel, yep. and. I don't see it because it stills, but somehow it like absorbs through the ship. It was able to get through the hull of the ship. Now on the on the wheel at the time, they say, "Hey, we see this rocket. It's not supposed to be there. It's it's eighty something million miles off course." And then at the same time, they notice, "Oh, there's a drop in air pressure on a couple different decks all at the same time." But it's fine now. It just happened for like a microsecond, but everything's cool. Yes. everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so they see this rocket. They're like, that's not supposed to be there. And there's no life on the on the rock. There's no no response. And we're X-raying it. There's no people. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, there were though, but that's fine. Um, so just to be safe, let's blow it up. Okay. Because Jarvis Jarvis is the commander of the wheel. Yes. The cruise wheel. It the is not a cruise bearded wheel. Dude. No, awful not bearded a cruise, dude. Which explains not why everyone's so mad. Yeah, they thought it was a cruise, but they got pressed into cruises on a wheel. I don't. I, I was on a couple of cruises when I was a kid. No desire to go on a cruise. I feel like you no, just go never. on a cruise and you get a stomach bug of, of some kind. Uh, yeah, and you're trapped. Like you're trapped that's on a, best a boat. Case like, and I, I don't like the ocean. I don't want to be on a cruise. 
So well, promise Eric, me we won't do a, the old Doctor Who show cruise. I'm really sorry, but that is what our plan for the Peter Cushing story is to review it live on, on a, a cruise, cruise with yeah. all of our fans. I mean, if we had a cruise and they called it, listeners came on it and somehow we were paid... Maybe. Well, it's just a cruise from Atlantic Highlands um, <laughs> down to Atlantic City. So, I mean, now that sounds that actually long. kind of fun. That you would do, but it's in it's in February. Yeah, so it's, very it's cold. not gonna be great. Very cold, and it's all outdoors. Okay, so crew, they're there. They're gonna blow up the ship, yep. and then at the last second, they don't because okay. oh, because Jamie uses the time vector rod yep. and flashes it out the porthole like an SOS signal. Yep. Um, to get their attention. When he does this, it causes feedback into the, the headphones of two of the crew that were listening. It's like this burst of static. And for some reason, that like severely injures them. Oh. Whatever. But it does. But it, it also like lets them know, hey, there's someone on there. So who's uh, going to hurt your ears. Someone's going to yeah, hurt some, your ears. Some aggressive. Uh, then, then at that point, they should have shot it. Like that would have been like, shoot it. That They're now attacking us up. with audio knives. But they did not. Instead, they spacewalk, two, two of the crew spacewalk out over to it. So I guess they're not that far away. There's a lot of spacewalking back and forth between the wheel This part of the, the story rocket. sounds terribly boring. I know you said that it's, it's interesting. It wasn't bad. It's in my retelling. <laughs> Don't put this on Kit Pendleton or whatever their name is. Okay, Eric. So I'm going to speed up a little bit here because we're all speed it up. super well, okay. Instead of instead of so, going through it beat by beat, I'll late. ask you questions and you just tell me how well, they okay, got. Okay, wait, wait, let me just tell you. You already so the, explained the cyber the eggs, eggs. The eggs, those I believe had the cyber mats in them because it doesn't really say. But the, that's how the cyber well, mats got. Well, when I the saw a cyber egg hatching, it that's was a later. full cyber man. That's later. So before that happens, mm-hmm. we we meet some of the crew, and you mentioned their distinct accents, and it, it is this thing of like it does seem like there's a bunch of people from all. It's international. Yeah almost exclusively white but uh, international uh on the on the ship um the astro uh plant guy whatever he is astrobiologist who does plants he he uh he sees one of these cyber mats in he's like doing stuff he's doing all of his stuff in in his work area and the cyber mat comes crawling out and rather than he's like friendly with it yeah rather hey little fella he calls him Billy that's Bug like, or that's something like that. That's the dad from uh, Just the Ten of Us. Sure, yes, yes. really look like the dad from Just the no, Ten of Us. But that's who, what popped in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the coach that Doesn't was a spinoff matter. from Growing Pains, right? It was Mike Sieber's coach. Yes. Uh, when Mike Sieber was cool before he became weird. And then um, they had that show where he had 10 kids or something. I don't know. It's not important, but he's in space. He gets killed, right? Because he's like all into the Cybermat. And then he dies. Does he die? I feel like he dies. Does he die? I feel like he dies. We should all be so lucky. Okay, but he sees the Cybermat, and it's an alien creature on his ship mm-hmm. that's made of metal, and he's not at all freaked out about it. Nope. And doesn't want to tell anyone about it. But we so find, you're into so, episode three, because I remember yeah, that This scene. is like two or three. This is like two coming into three. three. I, I definitely it's about, saw... No, it's about to come to three, because we come back and forth with that a little bit. Okay. Turns out that this laser needs a specific... Uh, reagent for it to work uh I, br- br- not beryllium but something like that doesn't matter Brillo. Um, sure brillo pads and the cybermats go in there and decompose that metal so they have nothing left so they can't mm-hmm. use their lasers and they're like oh this is going to be terrible we need to use their lasers tldr it is a big long elaborate plan that the cybermen have cooked up here's their plan yeah, what is the plan 
Tell me if how much sense this makes for you. Cybermen will hijack a rocket. Yep. Checks out. Kill the crew. Sure, certainly. This is before the Cybermen were converting enough. people, right? What? The converting of yeah, that, that people to cyber. That's a later invention, Sure, that right? doesn't they're happen to this murderers. at all. Well, I mean, we know that that is how they come, and the doctor mentions that, but sure. So their plan is to, to hijack a rocket, kill hijack the crew. Hijack a rocket, kill the crew. Get close, to the arc, to this, to the get close enough to this wheel, wheel. launch Cybermats at it. The Cybermats are going to eat the fuel rods for their yep. laser defenses. They are then going to set off a meteor storm cr- yep. that's going to come at, at the wheel. So Take in order to avert that disaster, they suspect that the crew on the wheel is going to look for more of that material on the rocket. So they're going to go over to the rocket. And whenever they go and find the crates of the metal, they're going to bring them back, not knowing that in the crate that they use to bring it back, a couple of Cybermen are going to hide under, in a false bottom under it, and they're going to carry them back so they can, that they can then invade the wheel. And then Why don't from they the just wheel, attack the wheel once they get rid of the defense Eric, that's a great question. They have a 20-part right? plan. Because they're Cybermen. It's a 20-part plan that if any one of those parts don't go right, the whole thing falls <laughs> apart. It doesn't make any sense. And they want to take over the wheel because the wheel is a defense thing for a, another planet? Or for like, Earth? What do, they want, what do they want the wheel for? But it's not even defensive. Like, it has a laser on it. But you would imagine they could just knock out the laser. Is there a reason they want the wheel? What a great question. Specifically. What a great okay. question. I feel like they All tried right. to answer it. And, and whatever answer, just I was already too... Kind of like whatever. It's all this is kind fine. of dumb. So anyway. Oh, and speaking are, of Love Boat, yeah, uh, we I love how they have a scene in episode six, final episode, uh-huh. where we get to see all the people's faces. There's like a part, and it helped me from someone that only watched two episodes, where Zoe and Jamie oh, yes. are like watching a TV screen, and they're like listening. Like somehow we're listening in on their broadcast. Yes. And it's like and guest starring. Jarvis, the awful bearded dude, uh-huh. Leo Ryan, uh, Tanya, like, and they're just showing the faces and then they're saying like what they're. So what happened was, I don't know what they're scanning them for, but when they get to the doctor, they're like, what's his last name? And the guy's like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. And they're like, get him. So we they him. they recognize that someone on the wheel must have known how the Cybermen operate. He, they, he knows their plans. So there must be someone there. So that's why he takes one of the, the cyber leader guy takes one of the brainwashed crew and tells them to think about picture each crew member, each person on the ship. And he goes one by one. No, he's fine. No, he's fine. No, he's fine. Doctor, who's this guy? And he realizes the doctor is the guy. So uh, Jamie so and the now doctor. Why didn't they just pilot the rocket right up to the wheel and just chill? And then they would board it to, to investigate. Well, I guess Great. in their case, they were just going to blow up. They were just going to blow it up. How did they figure out there was the fuel they needed on it? Blind luck. Honestly, blind luck. They were okay. just like, hey, we should go find this. Well, I, I think... I'm trying to... No, no, no. Yeah, it was blind luck. Because at okay. that point, the Cybermen hadn't taken anyone's mind ever. So the Cybermen are interesting in this one, too, because they do have mind control. They're not... They The Doctor yeah, does they explain... Use that a lot. The Doctor does explain that these are were humanoid creatures. They were humans from... He does say humans from Mondas. Yeah. Um, but they are now just brains and mostly cybernetic, and they have re- stripped all of their emotions and whatever. But they don't do the whole converting thing in this one. 
we presume that's what they're going to do. But they have the mind control. They have laser zappies on them that can just kind of kill people. Whatever. So they've, they've got different powers. And they're super, super strong. Um, but super dumb as well. The Doctor had the doctor and Jamie had been brought over to the ship. Uh, and Jamie didn't want to tell them anything about what was going on on the rocket. He didn't want to let them know that, hey, we're time travelers. And the Doctor's an alien and we have a TARDIS. So he's been very cagey about it. And the Doctor's been knocked out. And... Gemma is a is a medical doctor and she gives them a full physical. She's like actually the one who has kind of the real brains on the ship, yeah. uh, not Jarvis. And she's talking to Jamie. He's like, you're healthy. That, that's fine. Tell me about this doctor. Um, what's his name? He's just the doctor. Well, what's his full name? And that's this is the first time they use the name John Smith because on one of the medical devices, it's like it's uh, John Smith. made by John Smith mm, company, blah, blah, blah. So uh, this, that's another first. Okay, that's it's the cool. first John Smith, which is neat. Um, so, uh, you saw Jamie spraying plastic into the Pink Floyd yes, laser it was like laser a light. Can, it, and it even had like a, a writing on it. It was the it was only, like only thing on that shelf that actually had writing on it. Um, yeah. and it was the one that said like quick setting plastic. He did that because they were going to, uh, I think that's cause they were going to blow up the, the rocket. Um, so he had to stop them from doing that. Yeah, but the knowing, doctor was already off the rocket, but right? But the TARDIS was stuck on the rocket. Oh, the, the TARDIS. Yes, so he couldn't blow that up because um, that would be the end of the show. Um, but he didn't know that destroying the laser, he didn't need to do that. He didn't know about the meteorites. The Cybermats were already destroying mm-hmm. the yeah. ability for the laser to fire anyway. Um, so ironic, but he got kind of caught with red hands. Um, so that <laughs> happens. I don't know. It's just a it complicated all, thing. Where it, they I found the ship. it. Listen. I'll tell you Go this. I saw Tom. two episodes. Yep. Am I in any position to say whether or not it was a good or bad story? Not really. Of the two episodes, I found it painfully boring. Yeah. And I I felt like I watched eight episodes when I only watched two. You did tell and me that, I was that, very yes. surprised when you were much more positive on it. It so was fine. It was fun. Maybe I, I just it. missed out a lot. I found we it got very Zoe. clunky and... Uh, but we got Zoe. And Zoe makes up for a lot of problems. On yes. This, on this. She's... She, She's good. And her wonderful. and Jamie have some of that old, well, you know, kind of um, antagonism yeah. that maybe will turn into something else. Which I really time. didn't enjoy so much in this one. Um, he but felt Zoe a little was jealous. Like, yes. like, and I think that's what it was. That's what it was. Be, right? and, but Zoe's completely, completely unbothered by any of that. Um, she, you know, wants to be a more emotional, but uh, it's kind of mentioned that she was trained in mathematics kind of to the exclusion of everything else and right. in a form of like her brainwashing. Own people don't like her like her own people are constantly yell like dr ryan, dr ryan captain ryan is even saying like you're like heartless like all you ever yes, think about exactly. is math and like there's lots of that and they call her the math nerd or whatever um so that so i, I don't blame her for wanting to leave these people sounds like a bunch of snoozes they were i thought snoozes. it was weird to jump all the way to the end uh-huh. She's a stowaway. Yep. The doctor's like, watch this short film on the on, on the, the Daleks. Daleks. And Just then I was like, oh, maybe the next episode is a Dalek episode. And I looked, and it's not. It's the no. Nominators. Just what to was warn that? her. Just Why to warn her, they... like, hey, do you really want to come? Because it's to be warn very her, dangerous. just to be like. Remind them people love the Daleks. I think it was that Daleks too. It's a little movie. bit. Hey, we got it's the like Daleks. A filler, like we're watching. I I felt that felt weird to me. Eric, like, why is did that you in get here? to see? Was it? Was it? By the in, way, what he could have what he could have said was, "Do you want to know what it was like? Everything you just lived through right. in the last five episodes was what lots it was of like. death and peril. Yeah. For no reason. you already got you got it. 
so you watched the sixth episode yes. that had the Cybermen. So the Cyber Fleet is coming in, and the Cybermen are going to board the wheel um, yep. through the airlock. But they're spacewalking as well. Did you notice how they flew through space? The Cybermen were flapping their hands <laughs> the whole way. That. Oh, this that's the only gif I'm making for this episode. Yeah, just I just the Cybermen again. flapping their way. Because the other times they do spacewalks, like Jamie and uh I think yeah, Jamie and Zoe both uh spacewalk between the wheel and the rocket, and they are clearly just hanging on cables. They're just like Wa- right. like but it's, they're like it's literally bad. flapping. No, they are literally like moving their arms and flapping. Who it's is great. the Philip Jeffries character Philip in this Jeffries though? Character. So from the Twin Peaks of Return, the the light oh. bulb. Oh yes. <laughs> that is that's a cyber controller or something. Or I don't is, think is they ever un- give him a name, a, but yes, it is, it is a, a cyber, cyber. It's not another alien no. working with the Cybermen. It seemed to be another cyber uh, okay. that was giving them instructions. Okay. I think we did it. That's all we the We did things. it. We covered it all. That's we all the successfully reviewed uh, an episode where one of the hosts only watched two, the other watched six. Ugh. Ugh. And God, and, and I, I feel like six is too much. We need the four is perfect. You need to do four, four parters. Four is two parters. Every once yeah. in a while, a two parter. You get that rare three parter, but six is, is too much. Three is a sweet too spot, much. I think. But anyway. Folks, uh, that's what we thought about this one. That's uh, that's it. Uh, yeah. Eric, um, uh, why don't you say something while I go and find what people I'll said? I'll say on something right videos. now, and I just saw this on Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Uh, the spacesuits. This is a direct quote from Wikipedia, so I'll have to give. And so must be true. Sourcing it from the spacesuits worn by Jamie and Zoe had been previously seen in the Tenth Planet, were used as costumes in Star Wars. Episode 4, A New Hope, and The Empire Strikes Back. And it is the outfit worn by Bosk the Bounty Hunter. That's the lizard bounty oh, hunter. Oh, I know Bosk. Uh, so there you go. Interesting. That's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you go. You go and do your... You're supposed to find uh, feedback, right? Feedback on what people, yeah, what people saw this. What... And while they're doing that, I'll tell you that you have one more Doctor Who review to get ready for. Until you have to say goodbye to Dan and I at least talking about Doctor Who. Who knows what the future holds for us? Who knows? But we have for Planet anyone, really. of the Daleks. Now, that, as I said before, John Pertwee story. Don't know how many parts are in it, but I can guarantee if it's a Pertwee story, the Master will show up, as he always seems to do. And then after that, we do Daleks' Invasion of Earth, the movie, the Peter Cushing movie, and then it's over. Uh, yeah, and if you want to support us, you can, uh, if you want to support me, you can certainly purchase one well, are you of jumping my to the end? graphic you're jumping novels. To the end. You're wrapping up already. Well, I'm waiting for you to... I got you, stuff. Oh, okay. Dan, then you right. come in. You come in, Dan. <laughs> Way to step over my plug. Only, I'm not going to let you... It's only my dream, Dan. Try to make anything from... Okay, so uh, Homeschool Film School says, uh, Zoe was always intriguing, but it was quite mysterious where she came from or anything about her. Uh, but we do get to hear this one. Uh, and also says, glad to see you guys are back to podcasting about Doctor, uh, classic Doctor Who. It's like you disappeared from the world for a couple of months or something. Uh, to that, I will say... Is that say, a Sandman thing? Well, maybe? I think it was the Sandman thing and also the fact that uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter and we stopped tweeting. So we weren't really oh, tweeting okay. as much. Fair so enough. 
So I did reply. It's this been the same three-week schedule. Please go back, and uh, if you haven't listened, they're still in your feed. Uh, we are there. We are listening. We had always been three weeks of Doctor Who with additional crap mixed in there, just a less less of the tweets. Oh, yeah, and in general, like, it's <laughs> the end of our, our, our run, but yep. make sure you're subscribed. Even yeah, if please, you don't go like back and listen now. to it, like just it helps us if you if you actually subscribe. So you should we're, all be we're going to go back and uh, re re record each one of them uh, oh, that we've done from the beginning. We're not going to do new reviews. We're actually going to do word for word, uh, just re recording. Oh, but God. I'm going to do Eric's side and he's going to do my side. Uh, so it's going to get real weird. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, Brian says, uh, kept hearing you guys mention that you'd be doing this one, and I assumed someone would stop you before it was too late. Uh, Why tenth- didn't you stop me? Come How on, Brian. Get the, there's a good chance this was my fault. Like, maybe I accidentally put this on the list. I don't think so. But I'm sure somehow we got this on the list, but I never would have. I think you wanted to do this to us, and that's okay. I it's it. fine. I hate these, these unfinished. Why did they? It's such a well, travesty that they erased the these. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Brian does say someone should have stopped us from doing this one, that it was missing all yes. these episodes, but goes on to say 10th Planet would have been a better pick. It's only missing one episode, and it's Hartnell's last story and the Cybermen's first. So, still missing an episode. I don't know if I can go back to another Hartnell again. I think we've already said our Wait, fond farewells. Wait, which story is that? The Tenth Planet. Wasn't oh, that that's the uh, one that they used the same... Um... The... Oh, man, we should probably do the Tenth Planet. Yeah, we'll discuss this off air. Misfit Scully, our, our good friend Misfit that Scully. Is, that's someone writing in and saying, there's a story. There's a story, but it's missing an episode. Oh, I don't like Misfit that. Misfit Scully says, I love the wheel. It introduces Zoe, one of my favorite companions. Agreed. Uh, Jamie, uh, the Doctor and her really great combination. Personally, I like Telesnap and other pick uh, reconstructions. After a short period of time, I forgot this. St- forgot about the stills because the audio is just so good. Hope you liked it. As I said at the top, totally agree. Like as soon as like the third episode started and there was actual like uh, regular recording, it didn't even register to me that, that was like, hey, this is new. Until like a couple minutes, and I was like, oh yeah, wait a minute, it's actually moving. Uh, because I was pretty engrossed by it, even if uh, I did kind of uh, towards the end fade a little bit. But anyway, thank you, Mister Scully. Alan Kingsley uh, says one thing uh-uh. before you nope, jump nope, into the late. other. I already way. jumped in. Too late. Hold on. Go for it. Uh, way back last year, Mitchell H. had written us and said, at a minimum, we must watch The Tenth Planet from Season 4. Must? Just throwing that out. It says, it says must, must watch. Must? But they also mention Episodes 1 to 3 exist, but the final episode is missing. Okay, so thank you again, Ms. Scully, for that one. Uh, Ali Kingsley says, I was surprised to see you were doing this one since I remembered it relied heavily on reference stills. Despite that, I remember it being an interesting story. I hope it wasn't too much of a slog. And as, you, can, as you heard, Eric <laughs> loved it because he didn't watch it. I thought it was fun. It was fine. It was, it I was, enjoyed it. I got to tell you, though, it is an interesting exercise in not knowing like what's happening and then seeing how what really transpires. And sure, I I said it was. A, I didn't really think it was a cruise ship. You can get most of the idea of what the story is without watching those other episodes. I hate to. I mean, I, I do to... like the idea that they were on a cruise ship instead, um, which yeah. is that's a nice uh, revision to it. So I think in my in my that would canon, be a modern Doctor Who story. Like they yes. would it would have been the same thing, but of course they would be on some on kind a of pleasure cruise, cruise. Ship or something. But they, they they've kind of done some of, anyway. That's it. Sure um, thank you, folks. Yeah, we all for... remember Leisure Hive. That's the, literally what I was thinking about. We got yeah. the Leisure Hive and the floating around in weightless tennis or something. 
whatever. Yeah, that space tennis was weird. Space tennis. Um, that's it. Thank you, folks. If you wanted to write us anything else, feel free on the Twitter. So you can email us at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail.com while it still yeah, lasts. Please get do. in there. We'll decide yeah, if we're ex- if totally. We that's anymore. an excellent point. If you want to say anything, anything to Dan and I about or have us read it. Um, certainly reviews on, have on voice iTunes. We have to read those, but send us an email and let us know what you thought of the show, what you thought of the run, any of that stuff uh, for our last episode. Yeah. Uh, well, like we said, we have one more regular story planned. Maybe we'll do another one. Who knows? But we should plan something for the, the Peter Cushing finale. Um, so we will discuss that and we'll figure out what to do there as well. But anyway, until we figure that stuff out, folks, I think that's it. We will talk to you again in another, uh, three we made it through it. weeks. It's also Good one job. of our longer episodes, I think, but of course there was 18 breaks. Yeah, that's fine. On my microphone. That's cool. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. We'll talk Peace. to you soon. Bye.